All right, today I'm going to talk about perception. Um, think of an example of a girl running. Let's say her name is Crystal. She's running on the beach and having coffee. Um, perception can change based on new information. Perception can be based on principles that are related to past experiences. How perception is a process and how perception and action are connected. We can easily describe the relation between parts of a city scene but it is often challenging to indicate the reasoning that led to the description. This illustrates the need to go beyond the pattern of light and dark in a scene to describe the progress of perception. Attempts to program computers to recognize objects have been shown, but how difficult it is to program computers to perceive at a level comparable to humans. A few of the difficulties facing computers are 1. The stimulus on the screen, on the receptors, is ambiguous, as demonstrated by the inverse projection problem. 2. Objects in a scene can be hidden or blurred. 3. Objects look different from different viewpoints. And 4. Scenes contain high-level information. Think about when you're putting in your password and it doesn't go in. Uh, because there's a program that wants to verify that you're not a robot. A robot or AI system is not able to identify the images of objects that have faced some level of distortion. Okay, perception starts with bottom-up processing, which involves stimulation of the receptors creating electrical signals that reach the visual receiving area of the brain. Perception also involves top-down processing, which is associated with knowledge and is stored in the brain. Examples of top-down processing are the multiple personalities of a blob and how knowledge of a language makes it possible to perceive individual words. Safran's experience has shown that Eight-month-old infants are sensitive to traditional probabilities in language. The idea that perception depends on knowledge was proposed by Hemholtz's theory of unconscious inter interference, or unconscious inference, sorry, unconscious inference. The Gestalt approach to perception proposed a number of laws of Perceptual organization, which were based on how stimuli usually occur in the environment. Regularities of the environment are characteristics of the environment that occur frequently. We take both physical regularities and semantic regularities into account when perceiving. Bayesian inference is a mathematical procedure for determining what is likely to be out there. It takes into account a person's prior beliefs about a perceptual outcome and the likelihood of that outcome based on additional evidence. Of the four approaches to object perception, unconscious, inference, gestalt, regularities, and Bayesian, the gestalt approach relies more on bottom-up processing than the others. Modern psychologists have suggested a connection between the Gestalt principles and past experience.
one of the basic operation on principles of the brain is that it contains some neurons that respond best to things that occur regularly in the environment. Experience-dependent plasticity is one of the mechanisms responsible for creating neurons that are tuned to respond to specific things in the environment. The experiment in which people's brain activity was measured as they learned about Griebel supports this idea. Um... You also could see this with experiments with cats, where um, there's reared in vertical or horizontal environments, and uh, this can show neural activity in the brain, and uh, it can be pinned down to which sections or structure of the brain is being activated. Perceiving and taking action are linked. Movement of an observer relative to an object provides information about the object. Also, there is a constant coordination between perceiving an object, such as a cup, and taking action towards an object, such as picking up the cup. Research involving brain ablation in monkeys and neuropsychological studies of the behavior of people with brain damage have revealed two processing pathways in the cortex. A pathway from the occipital lobe to the temporal lobe responsible for perceiving objects, and a pathway from the occipital lobe to the parietal lobe, responsible for controlling actions towards objects. These pathways work together to coordinate perception and action. Mirror neurons are neurons that fire both when a monkey or person takes an action, like picking up a piece of food and when they observe the same action being carried out by someone else. It has been proposed that one function of mirror neurons is to provide information about the goals or intentions behind other people's actions. Prediction, which is closely related to knowledge, is inference. It is a mechanism that is involved in perception, attention, understanding language, and making predictions about future events and thinking. (sighs) That's perception in a nutshell. So your brain is doing many different things to scan an environment, an image. Um, Think about when you look at a photograph, you're able to um, organize uh, what's the background, um, what's right in front of you, um, what's painted, what's not painted on signs, things of that nature. And, And you're using, you know, past experiences, old neural networks, um, in uh, multiple structures of your brain to validate what's actually in front of you. And so one of the biggest issues right now with perception and AI is getting a, a car to a, a self, they call it quote-unquote self-driving car, um, to identify specific outcomes on the road, um, the conditions in which a human gets behind a wheel, is um, it's a very critical thinking experience driving a car, and uh, a computer is not always able to um, analyze an object as a human can and uh, make predictions on what happens next. Um, and that is about it on perception. Thank you for listening. I'll continue to do some of these short podcasts for Can You Fathom. Have a great day.